Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. You are now listening to The Junk and Jam Hour, online radio broadcast, with your on-air host, Christopher Albert. He is going to amaze you, surprise you, or sadly underwhelm you. That's for you to decide. In the meantime, stay tuned. It's the Junk and Jam Hour with Christopher Albert, as heard only on Radio Free Brooklyn, which means it's Monday, and some of you are still white girl wasted. I guess you can be black girl wasted too, but that sounds racist. So we'll just say white girl wasted. Yeah, white girl wasted. Right here on the Junk and Jam Hour. Welcome and happy Monday. You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is the Junk and Jam Hour. I'm your host, Christopher Albert. Welcome, welcome. Uh, my, I have a very special guest joining me today in the studio. Uh, he got his start in photography and filmmaking very early on, uh, just as he was graduating from high school and has spent 20 years ever since dedicated to media training and helping others to produce work that inspires, educates, uplifts, and entertains audiences of all genres. Please help me welcome teacher, speaker, coach, trainer, author, media maven, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Deshaun Harold, that is, Pretlow. Hello, Deshaun. Hey there. How are you? Welcome. Thank you for having me. So I want you to um, hang tight. Because right now, what I have for us, and you know, you'll be joining me for this first segment. Of course. Which, um, the first segment we do here is really real, stupid, fake news. I love it. I'm, I'm still um, unwinding over here. Yes. As we <laughs> had a rush in. Can you do me a favor and grab that door behind yes, you? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so... These are just some new headlines, news headlines that, you know, we, um, there's enough going on in the world, so True. I kind of curate some fun news bits. I love it. We yeah. have to have that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get you comfortable in a minute. Awesome. Awesome. So to begin with, uh, the fast food chain Taco Bell is uh, adding a new item to their Tex-Mex menu. Mm-mm. I don't know if you heard this. But it's nothing anyone or you would want to eat. Oh, gosh. Uh, but you could wear it instead. Yep, just in time for the holidays, oh, you can now sport a Taco Bell-designed ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah. Mm. The brightly colored festive sweaters are flanked with fun phrases such as, thankful for Taco Bell. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> and happy Friendsgiving. They do, however, cost $59 a pop. So if you're looking for something more affordable, just order anything from the Taco Bell value menu, drop it on your sweater, then presto, ugly sweater. Mm. Yeah, I'll pass. You'll pass. I'll pass. $59. $59. I'll wait till they go on Black Friday sale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Black Friday swell. Yes. Uh, now, now, remember, you are a, a, a person, a man, 
Indeed. of color. Yes, yes. So if you guys can on Black Friday, support black businesses. Hello. I was just getting ready to go there. So thank you very much. Great minds think alike. Now for more Christmas deliciousness, you can also decorate your tree. This is so stupid. With a Hidden Valley Ranch dressing bottle tree topper. Mm. Sounds like something fun to put on your tree. Better than the ugly sweater from. <laughs> Are we putting up a tree this year? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to get more into you in a minute. <laughs> a two headed copperhead snake discovered in a Northern Virginia neighborhood just two months ago has now been reported dead. Yes, herpetologist JD Klupfer said the rare snake passed away peacefully, but assured the public that the double headed venomous reptile will, in fact, be reincarnated soon as the new logo for the Trump-Pence 2020 campaign. How timely for How a timely. Uh, reincarnation. <laughs> mm. Of a double-headed snake? Yes. A Georgia inmate escaped from jail. That's nothing new. I'm sure they do that all the time. I'm sure. With the help of his mom. Now, there's something you don't hear every day. No, correct. Now, the 27-year-old prisoner slipped out a side door of the county jail... And went on an excursion with his mother to see his children. Mm. That's a fun thing to do, right? Indeed. Now, they all caught up and enjoyed themselves some hearty pancakes at a local IHOP. (laughs) Not even a Waffle House? No. I know, right? I would have went to Waffle House. Well, look, he was just coming out of prison. Maybe they were on a budget. I'm chunky. I like like Waffle House. Yeah, IHOP you can do anywhere. So now both the prisoner and his mom were found and detained. Of Mm, course. Of course. Now, on the bright side, (laughs) we all have dreams of of having that nice, cool story to one day share with our grandchildren. Of course. This grandma, IHOP Jailbuster, was actually able to include her grandchildren in on the fun. Mm. So I guess it's now their fun story to tell their Uh, grandchildren. Right. Exactly. Okay. A 35-year-old Japanese man, where else would he be? (laughs) Took the plunge recently and got married to a virtual hologram. Uh, That doesn't shock me. No, it's not shocking. However, the hologram, excuse me, his wife, (laughs) takes the form, though, of a teen performer whose synthesized synthesized voice has been featured in over 100,000 songs. Uh, and he also had a wedding party of 40 that arrived. <laughs> I think that's the surprising part, that 40 people actually... That's interesting. And those must be true friends. Yes. Now, most awkward, though, was that no one was bothered to point out the fact that his new teen hologram bride, one, probably never consented. <laughs> right. Or that the Japanese man himself... Works at a middle school. That's where It's a little strange, don't you think? Yeah. Mm. Does that not raise some red flags? Very much so. I mean, even... First of all, obviously, he can't find a grown woman. Yeah, not only a grown woman to be with, <laughs> but, real, but not even a grown hologram. Correct. Right. That just... Mm-mm. That's major red flags. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, (laughs) better there than here. So the faculty (laughs) of a Miami high school are being grilled about their seriously poor decision to include in their jungle-themed prom decorations. 
an actual, live, living and breathing, caged tiger. Now, the tiger wasn't the only animal at the prom. There was also a lemur available to take pictures with. Uh, needless to say, PETA. <laughs> oh. That's the yes. people for the ethical treatment of animals. Absolutely. They were outraged. Of course. Of course. <laughs> they stated that wild animals are not prom decorations. Uh, but now, in the school's defense, by the way, they are, in fact, a Catholic high school for boys. They were probably preparing the animals for the next biblical flood to come. Do they have the ark? I don't know if they have the ark. Good question. We should we should inquire within. We should inquire within. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, that was our uh, really real fake news right there. So, near my sound effects. Now, yes. before we move on, there is real news to consider. Ah, okay. Uh, the California wildfires so far have killed 76. Over 1,000 people have yeah. been reported missing. Thousands more have been displaced. Um, with And we wish all the survivors a Absolutely. full eventual recovery back to a healthy livelihood. Absolutely. Uh, if you guys would like to listen, listen, do you hear me? For you guys listening, if you would like to help. Sorry, I had a light lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, some organizations that works closely with survivors. One of them is California Fire Foundation. They have a SAVE program. Uh, United Way of Greater Los Angeles and the United Way of Northern California. Uh, The California Community Foundation. Uh, They assist with long-term recovery for anyone displaced or unemployed because of the fires. And they also support mental health services. Fantastic. That is the California Community Foundation again. Uh, there's the North Valley Community Foundation, and they have a grocery program. Yes. Um, Ventura County Community Foundation allows survivors to sign up and apply for funds. And Airbnb, as much as they've displaced many of us yeah. here, they too, though, have an open homes program through which, I guess, if you open your home, you yeah. can donate. If you already are an Airbnb yes. host, I guess yes. you could... Instead of charge, you can open up that home to temporary it. living that's space. Yeah, you can donate that. Well, that's about time they do something. I think that's really noble. That they let you do that. Yeah. That's great. Of course, for all the flack that they're given, uh, right? Yes. So, um, if you guys are just tuning in, you are listening to The Jungle Jam Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. And we are here um, with the awesome. I'm going to change this up a little bit. All right. Media Maven. <laughs> Deshaun Pretlow. Hello. I'm assuming every Maven is just another word for connoisseur. Yes, absolutely. You have to be a connoisseur. We're just going to unwind com- a little right, bit. Here. And get a little comfortable. Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. Time. Yes. <laughs> okay, so here in uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, we obviously uh, broadcast from Brooklyn. You know lots about broadcasting and cable yeah. casting. Uh, so just briefly tell us, what is it that you do? Oh, goodness. What do I do? I, I mean, you're a media professional. Absolutely. Yes, I'm a media professional. Oh, it's down a little bit for you. All right. I live for the tune. I like it. Thank you. A lot. Yes. So, yeah, I am um, a native New Yorker, of course. Uh, born and raised on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Yes. I'm an Alphabet City kid. Yeah. Um, and I've always been into visual media. Um, okay. I, my mom started Which, me out with it, photography. Photography. Yes. 
Yes. And um, I was bitten by the video bug in high school. Yes. And it stuck with me. And I said, oh, okay. I don't have to. So in my head, I was still trying to figure out my career path. So I was like, hmm, what am I going to go to school for? Because I like so much because I'm a geek. Yeah. And uh, working in media in different facets and working in arts-based organizations through my whole entire work life, um, I realized that, duh, you this have is, a career. Yeah. Like, you have a real career. So what What about, you know, obviously you started with photography mm-hmm. and, and just film. Yeah. Whether it's, uh, I, I'm assuming, document, you know, just documenting. Yeah, totally. Um, I life in out, general. Yeah. I what started, about that fascinated you? I love the fact that you have the ability to document things in real time and to then harness this raw material and tell a story. Okay. Um, And I love the fact that when you connect with people and form relationships and they're depending on you to visually tell their story, that's a real power that you have that you sometimes really take for granted that someone's entrusting you right with their story and it's your responsibility to visually represent them the right. best way possible right so so for you it 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 literally is a responsibility yes absolutely that not anyone or just anyone can undertake correct um so now one of your goals um is to help others prepare um and produce I, I want to say effectual content, yeah. meaningful, meaningful, you know, and I mean, and it doesn't matter what your subject matter is, but it's right. the fact that in this day and age of, you know, social media, technology, you know, smartphones, tablets and everything where we are literally recording and documenting any and everywhere that we go. Yes. You still have to have some sort of discipline to tell a story. All stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end. But sometimes people forget that if they're not taught that that's the way it rolls. You would think that that's common sense, but as I like to tell people right. all the time, if common sense were common, everybody would have right. it. So the thing is, because storytelling doesn't necessarily have to be linear. That is correct. However, it, is, it can be very non-linear. Right. Yeah. However, it has. You want it. it there are. I mean. Years and years mm-hmm. of media professionals absolutely have been putting this little, I guess, um, an outline together of how to create your own oh, outline. Yes. Right? There's, there's different tenets totally. of production that you still want to be able to follow. Mm-hmm. That's correct. To get it correct, correct. You don't want to put anything out there that's. Yeah, I mean, you want to experiment. But... You do want to experiment. And the only way that you know if something works or doesn't work is if you try. Right. And so in conjunction with trying and experimenting. Right. I tell people to, you know, surround yourself with people from different facets, possibly, if you can, in media. Right. You know, grab someone who works in mainstream media where that's a more disciplined environment. Yeah. You know, um, my partner and I have this conversation all the time about media and the fact that... um, you have to know your audience. You really do. You have to and, know, you know analytics. You have to know independent and mainstream. And, yeah, yeah, totally. And independent content creators have a freedom that a lot of times leads into a lack of discipline because 
you don't want to put barriers on what you create. However, However, there are some of us, present company included, that you realize how important the discipline is because if not, you're wasting a lot of time. Well, uh, I... And the story as, never as, ends. As I could say for you, it never ends because we're always going to be learning. Yes. Oh, whatever totally. the craft is and different parts of it. Absolutely. Um, what I learned early on is that anything you do, mm-hmm. you learn it. You learn it well. Yes. You learn it properly. You Absolutely. learn what the greats have done. You Whatever mm-hmm. they put down on paper. You take sure. classes. You take courses. And ask you questions. take workshops. You ask questions. Yes. You master it. And then you break the rules. Correct. Yes. And so we then know what you I have know, that room. Totally. And when you break the rules, quote unquote, you know what you're doing by then. Not only do you know what you're doing by then, you're still learning on top of that. But at the same time, you're it's like the ultimate level of experimentation because you've arrived to a level where you're like, I really just fully from head to toe am immersed in what I create and what I'm the story I'm trying to tell. Yes. And so, yeah, it gives you confidence right. to become the rule breaker, so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So, um, how it is, how is it? Because you, thank you, by the way, for always sharing your knowledge oh, you're with welcome. so many. Thank you. Now, how is it that you continue? It's, it's important. Um, we need to duplicate you more. <laughs> how do you continue? Or what is it that you feel is important to for you to continue to empower and nurture uh, other successful content creators, mm-hmm. um, particularly, you know, we're in a landscape where technology just evolves so fast. Yes, you know. So, I, are there challenges to that? Oh, I absolutely. Mean, Especially when you have um, certain individuals who know that if they do not embrace this technology, they're going to be left behind. Yeah, and so you have. You have a group of people who it's almost like life and death. You know, if I don't do this, I can't communicate or I can't tell my story or I can't say what needs to be said. And so for a lot of people, it's like that jump into the pool when you're first learning how to swim. They're kind of like, some are like, I'm not going to do it. Then there's some who are like, you know what? Let me do a wing and a prayer, close my eyes and I'm going to do it. And then they realize that it's not 40 feet of water. It's only one foot. And they're like, oh, that's it? And then, so then they embrace it because the fear has been diminished. And then once you do that, that's the perfect time to get people to nurture them and to get them to understand what this technology does. But then how do they incorporate that into their lives so that they can be the most effective in telling the stories that they need to tell? Right. And and this is with... Right, where we're in broadcasting Absolutely. or not broadcasting, just content creators. Obviously, yeah. we have YouTube. It's just social media. Yes. What are some mistakes or pitfalls? We'll mm-hmm. call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some less experienced content creators tend to find themselves facing. I mean, I mean, you just brought it up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when taking on whether it's a lofty or mm-hmm. maybe it's just an ambitious project. Yeah. What are some of the common mistakes you find? One of the common mistakes that a lot of content creators do uh, or make, I should say, is 
they give birth to so many ideas mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. So one, I just want to say that there is nothing wrong with giving birth to ideas because right. that's the beauty of being human. Yes. The fact that you're able to dream, you're able to think, you're able to jot down. So one, jot down these ideas. Um, even if they don't make sense in the beginning. Right. Sometimes a keyword or yeah. you know that little sentence and you put like a happy face on that it. keyword just goes into your pitch there you go and <laughs> then when you have time you learn to brainstorm right. and when you brainstorm this is where you can really start to decipher and decode and make the things that don't make sense make sense um but i think what's really important as well is for people to understand take one idea and do that one and nurture it and make it grow focus and focus because then you learn how to execute it totally and then you can start executing the other ones one by one because the thing is i i notice especially in society now a lot of us are in a mode of multitasking and it's great for which is a myth well it's fantastic for computers because they're designed (laughs) to do so you know right we um, only have we only have one brain we have two hands and one that really works exactly exactly (laughs) and then you know one side of the brain even right hello and the fact that you then have to remind yourself that again the, the core basic you're human yeah and so only take on what you can handle but then the rest you put to the side and that's like your you know it's like your piggy bank it's your storage center these are where your ideas are kept and you can go back and then when one is done dip into the tally you know yeah. money, 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 mo, pick another I, one i think and the problem for people out. i i mean i was lucky enough to consider myself a writer early yes. on yes and as you it's hard but it you is. learn as a writer to kill some of your babies yeah so no pun with everything uh, yeah, yeah but with everything else that comes later on yes. it gets easier to be like oh maybe that might not work right now i can, save, right. it can save it for later but it definitely is hard to do for someone who doesn't understand oh, totally. that they can let it go absolutely and you know and and i think for an independent content creator they are artists and you know in the words of my fave Miss Erica Badu <laughs> please remember I'm an artist and I am sensitive about my shit yes you can we oh. can oh yes we are not FCC yes. love it regulated love it so you know <laughs> yeah please remember I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit yeah and so in understanding that that's sometimes where people have that the battle where they're like I, I spent my mind and brain power on this and I don't want to let it go yes but then if you understand that in theory you're not letting it go but right. you have to put it to the side right. but then as you evolve you then start to realize that it's okay to let some of those go because either they'll never work or the path that you're on that doesn't fit it's like a puzzle right. and you're taking the pieces is that one piece where you just it's like, just well, one piece yeah why does this not fit? Because it doesn't belong. Yeah, maybe it belongs in another puzzle, Correct. another project. There you go. And even Miss exactly the great Miss Badu. Yes, would probably know. And and I believe that was from the live album, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to Tyrone. Yep. So, um, when she said that, you think of uh, she a master of her own craft, Absolutely. right? And and even thanks to her for you know giving the opportunity yeah. to Jill Scott. 
Hello. Um, we have Jill Scott yes, because of Erica Badu of as well. Erica Badu, which I love them both. They're uh, amazing right. artists. Absolutely. But being sensitive about your shit mm-hmm. also means being in tune, intuitive. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't have to be sensitive in terms of having a certain feeling if someone rejects an idea, but it's also having being able to be sensitive in terms of knowing that maybe this might not work right That's now. Right. Or, That's you right. know. That's right. We have how to edit, I guess. Oh, yes. And and that is like real live Most editing. Yes. Where, you know, and again, this is where I, I kind of take a step back and reiterate about discipline. And the fact that all of us learn to develop that tact to, you know, have some discipline where you're like, wait a minute now, only one person. Yeah. I can't do all that. And that takes a lot. Yes. To acknowledge that you're only one person, but the That's power. Yeah, and it's hard. I want to do it all. This, I have those days a lot. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I want to do this, 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 and that. But then reality kicks in, and you take inventory of what is happening yes. in the day, the hour, the moment. Yes, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Then this has to be rescheduled yes. for another time, and then we do this. So time management is also time another management. thing that we. I know. I used have to. to I used to see my to do list be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm working on this project, this project, this project, mm-hmm. this project. Mm-hmm. To that to li- that to do list just be this project, and these are the things for this one project. Absolutely, it's evolved into that. It Which has is good. to. It has to. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're all over the place. Yeah. And when you then start to invite others into your little ecosystem that you've built either you're gonna have it you know either you're gonna have your shit together or you're not it's easier to articulate to others what you need that's right yeah and don't be afraid to say what it is that you need yeah you know you have to communicate you you know as i love there's a terminology that i use a lot you know as the chunky kid in the room you know a closed mouth does not get fed and so as content creators we have to be able to articulate and say what it is that we need so let's talk about um just let's get out of the general realm Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're gonna talk about you um actually you know what why don't we go into our next segment okay and then we're gonna talk about you specifically because i feel like we're generally talking about media yeah but you're the fascinating one here. So, ah, thank you. Um, ab- no, no, um, no diss to your students or clients. <laughs> uh, but now, uh, for those of you tuning in, you are listening uh, to the Jugga Jam Hour. I'm your host, Christopher Albert. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, if you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. That's me. <laughs> available in the app store for iphone or google play store for android or for more information just log on radiofreebrooklyn.org um slash iphone or slash android that's us okay so now every week i don't know why i just do <laughs> a, a fun little segment i i have here um we're, we're just gonna change the mood real quick yeah because it's a new segment. It's a new segment. It's a new day. Yes. It's a new minute. Facts. By the way, is your partner coming back? No. Oh. It's too hot in here, man. No, and he's got work to do. So okay. I, I know how that mind works. So we'll you know we'll talk an, about an, all an, the logistical an, an, things another, going on. Another in here. creative That's, brain. So yeah. you know you respect the process. Totally. Yes, we respect the process. Absolutely. 
So I write horoscopes. Mm. Do you like horoscopes? Love them. <laughs> Love them. We are going to try to impress you and not disappoint you. Exciting. I can't wait. You are a Pisces, so you just sure you just wait your turn, mister. I sure will. Now for our listeners who have listened, you know what to expect. For those who haven't, don't expect much. Okay. This is not life altering. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Horoscopes here. But we're beginning order, so Capricorn. Oh, by the way, this is media edition. Yeah. Horoscopes. I love it. Media edition. Fabulous. Capricorn. We all know what a logo is. A logo is the copyrighted symbol or image used to represent a corporation, company, or individual, such as ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, a good logo for a Capricorn would be something that perfectly captures their conventional and pragmatic spirit. Essentially, anything with little to no color or personality. I love it. They're also burns. Aquarius! (laughs) (laughs) Opposite of broadcasting is narrowcasting. Something you should know all about, Aquarius, because you know everything. But guess what, Aquarius? The world is a lot bigger than your own stupid, limited ideas. Pisces! Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Deshaun. Surprise. <laughs> Smartphones. Let this be a lesson to you, Deshaun, by the way. Okay. Before going on a program, yes. listen to it. So you know what to expect. Facts. Right? <laughs> Although I don't fault anyone for wasting their time. Okay, not wasting their time. Smartphones... <laughs> are a class of multi-purpose, high-tech mobile computing devices in which you can make phone calls, you can text, you can email and take pictures, which for Pisces (laughs) is the most important feature because all those selfies make up for the fact that no one's calling you anyway. I love it. Sorry, Pisces. You don't even get a cancellation. You're about to be stood up again. (laughs) Unless you boot up. Aries A storyboard I'm married to an Aries by the way So this is for them Mm -hmm. (laughs) A storyboard is a graphic plan For the frame by frame action In a film or video Typically done in sequential order Mm -hmm. Which is exactly how Aries likes things (laughs) So true And exactly why They Always freak out and have a complete meltdown every time things don't go as planned. Mm-hmm. Calm down, Aries. True. Yeah. <laughs> Taurus. Media literacy. Oof. I'm glad you caught on to that water was yours. Thank you. Media literacy is having the ability to understand and communicate within any of the media platforms, television, print. Radio, computers, social media. But for you, Taurus, let's start slow. Let's just begin with Cat in the Hat. (laughs) Gemini. Having objectivity means that you can report with a balanced and unbiased viewpoint on a host of issues. Do you like the word host or my raid? My raid. Okay. Yes. An unbiased viewpoint on my rate of issues. Okay. Too bad for Gemini, though, because they only have one viewpoint, which is to talk way too much about themselves. Truth. 
cancer. A producer is the person responsible for the financial and logistical undertakings of making a movie, TV broadcast, or staging a play, theater, opera, you name it. But what do you know, cancer? You're just the stagehand. Oh. <laughs> Nothing mm. wrong with that. That's where no, we all start, please, right? Listen, and we can do our them, own stagehand. Facts. Yeah, do your own. Absolutely. <clears throat> Leo. <laughs> Product placement is when advertisers negotiate to have their brand or products appear in the production of TV shows, movies, video games, or streaming content. <laughs> Luckily for Leos, that also includes the advertisement of effective, effective cold sore treatment. Good for you, Leo. <laughs> so stupid. Virgo! <laughs> Genre mm. is defined as categories of artistic composition, whether it's in music, film, or literature. It's characterized by similarities in form, style, or subject matter. Mm-hmm. It's all just bundled in there. If we had to pick a perfect genre for Virgo, it would have to be something that says, Hey, I'm a condescending turd who thinks I'm better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. So maybe a war film. Mm-hmm. A war film would be Virgo's genre. Good point. I like L- that. Libra. Whether in print or on television, people expect their news to not just be informative, but to be factual and accurate. That's <laughs> and that's why we expect our news reporters and journalists not to be Libras. Scorpio. <laughs> we all know podcasts. Mm-hmm. As episodic series of digital audio files in which listeners can subscribe to and download in order to listen to. But Scorpios most likely know podcasting as yet another freaky bedroom position they just made up. Oh. <laughs> have you ever podcasted with a Scorpio, Deshaun? I have not. <laughs> but... That's so on point for them. Do we say Deshaun? Yep. Deshaun. Sure do. That's what the accent is for. Yes. The French. The French right. accent. The French. Yes. Sagittarius. Oh. That's me. And my partner, too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. us. Special effects. <laughs> so on point. Yes, for special effects. Our illusions or visual tricks used in film, television, theater. Or video games to help simulate events in a story or virtual world. Special effects is also what Sagittarius's use to trick their bosses into believing that they are actually doing a good job. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Alright guys, that our friends was horoscopes. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright. We're going back to you, sir. I am here with teacher, speaker, coach, trainer, author. Something I think you leave out a little bit. Yeah, because that's new for me. New. So now you have penned a guidebook, the Video Foundation Guide. Mm-hmm. How to create an amazing video. What is it? What is this guide? 
as I love to call it, it's common sense explained in layman's terms. Because sometimes people... Common sense in what? In creating content. Because the fact is, a lot of people get very carried away with the toys, our tools. Yes. You know, um, and I see it all the time. Oh, I I love it. Me too. But, you know, oh, I have to go buy this camera and I have to go buy this editing system and I have to... And I try to remind people, like, it's deeper than that. Like, none of this works without you. Yeah. So... Build, have a vision. Yeah, have a vision. Build you up. And then jump into the tools of the trade and rock out. Yeah. So, you know, and it, it and it can be used for people who are, you know, just beginning, someone in the middle, maybe you need to brush up. Yeah. You know, that was the the idea behind that. Yes. Um and uh shout out to my partner in crime, Charlie Newman. She uh, pushed me to write that because she was like, Deshaun, you just have so much knowledge. And she was just like, you need to put that like in, you know, in print form. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Well, that gets rid of that next question. There you go. Why did you feel compelled to write it? Okay. Yes. So thanks for that push. You got it. Um, How has it been received so far? Uh, Mensa, Mensa. You know, because again, I'm guilty of it. I have not pushed it. The uh-huh. way I need to. And that's because, again, I'm also learning as a business owner, you know, and as a media maker and a media professional to prioritize and put things in order. Yes. And so where then yes. should promotion, social engagement, social media yes. go into a producer or content creator's to-do list where should that go oh it should be like in the top five yeah and the reason being is because like you mentioned in the horoscope readings about logos and about branding those are important core aspects to an independent content creator. how people recognize yeah you without- exactly sometimes you know if you edit a really great intro to your show but if people miss it because they're busting the hump to try to get to some Wi-Fi or to right. their television or their smart television or their device to tune in, how do they know they're in the right place? Yes. And that logo, right. social media, they work hand in hand because that's all part of your branding. And social media is really awesome because of the fact if you use it the right way, it really is a great guide and a great resource for marketing. Yes. Which companies you and I both know, like, spend millions yes. of dollars in marketing. But if you're just starting out, you just like, I don't have that. The resources are there, though. But the resources are you there. You learn how to use Photoshop. Absolutely. You learn how to use... Totally. Whatever you need. Yeah. There's this Pixel R. There's... Yeah. This a Pixabay, lot of free... Pixabay yeah, for, Pixabay photos. for photos. There's... Uh, I'm sorry. Pixel R, though, is for editing if you want oh, to edit. Nice. And yeah. then there's um, Canva if you want to take the images that you get and develop them for different platforms for social media oh so it tells you like yeah so how you can make it how fit. to format it yeah, what you size can, you need absolutely like that. oh, that's and you a can great get tool. real creative with it so i want to back up mm-hmm. a little bit because so everything you do everyone you teach your guys you have written and we'll talk about your current project mm-hmm. um are for content creators of all ages absolutely do you find Especially with social media and just new technology. How is it that you help keep maybe more mature or older content creators from being... 
almost like discouraged. Yeah, discouraged. Yeah, or uh, intimidated. Yes, and that's a. Those are two major issues with older content creators that they encounter. Yeah, because they look at the younger content creators, and the thing is, they have drive. You right. know, and the thing is but, that. But, but the older content creators have experience to pull yes, from. But which some they don't of them realize, with experience, they are still in the mind frame too late. of traditional content delivery. Got it. Okay. They're still in a television frame of mind um, or a filmmaking frame of mind, which you don't totally abandon. Right. But what you have to then do is like, you know, like a computer, you have to upgrade the system software. That means the same for you as a content creator. If you're an older content creator, you've got to, you know, update what you are doing, not change it, but update it and utilize these new technologies and these new venues yeah. so that you stay viable and you stay available for people to find your content. Yeah. And for you to have a voice so that you don't become null and void. Right. You know, that's important. And that's one thing that, you know, I kind of stress with the older content don't creators. Get left behind. Like not to get, you know, yeah, because if you, you can, if you do get left behind, that's on you. Right. Because everything they can do completely, they're more than from capable. their own phone. Absolutely. So now you state DeshaunPretlow.com. Mm-hmm. Deshaun, excuse me. No worries. One of the things you talk about is computers as replacing our television sets Mm -hmm. Um, even though people still like even though people have television sets Mm -hmm. your whole thing is well you're just plumbing that bluetooth or your HDMI cable into your and then stream so we talk about streamable content yes do you personally stream content I am doing it more now than ever yeah yeah Um, and you know it's funny it wasn't until I bought my new television uh, now it's been like two and a half years since I bought it but yeah. I realized when I went shopping for it how there are no more is it regular like a smart, everything is a smart, smart television smart phone a smart TV yeah. yeah yeah and it's the fact that all that terminology means is it's internet enabled yeah. it has Wi-Fi. it can connect so you could just stream direct yes from your TV correct you no longer need a plumbing that's right bluetooth or your computer there you go and then yeah. you can take like a bluetooth keyboard and it, you know, ah, yeah, sync it, right. you know, pair it to your television, and then here it is. It functions very much like a computer, and that was something that happened very early on in its introduction. It was Samsung was one of the first companies that really like put that out there with the whole smart TV yeah. branding, and now it's evolved that now you can't even find televisions that are not smart, right? Right. You know, and and that's interesting because. That's the whole thing. Cable cutters. People who are not spending money on cable, cable, but they may pay for the high speed internet so that they can then get their content. You know, and that's the thing. Sometimes people And obviously then that that's a testament to how cable companies have yes. jumped up and said, Oh, we need to take advantage oh, sure. of this not, service. Yeah, not only the cable companies, but the um the networks as well. Um, yeah. You know, this is why now Telecom, every time you turn around, in yeah, general. they all have apps now because yeah. they realize that a lot of people are on the go. There's not a lot of times that people are home, but when people are home, they do gather around the television still. And why not make it a smart television? Yes. You know, and then you can stream whatever you're watching and let everybody see it. 
So now, um, according to videoniche.com, mm-hmm. and just in general, as we're talking about, obviously, we, we're talking about streaming. So yes. we're thinking Hulu, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Correct. But we still have YouTube. So I want to mm-hmm. share some um, stats. Yes. So according to videoniche.com, the total number of people who use YouTube is 1.3 billion. Absolutely. 300 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute. Mm-hmm. Almost 5 billion videos are watched on YouTube every single day. Um, in an average month, 8 out of 10 18 to 49-year-olds watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. By 2025, half of viewers under 32 will not subscribe to a paid TV service. Right. Um... Six out of ten people prefer online video platforms to live TV. And the total number of hours of video watched on YouTube each month, 3.25 billion hours a month total. What is your advice to content creators on that platform? I have a better question. Mm -hmm. Because not all content That has been watched by these millions of viewers right. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Not all the content created for YouTube is extraordinary, right? Correct. Much of it is commentary, mediocre. Right. Yep. It's a cat just licking themselves. Yes. What is the incentive then for creators to produce more meaningful or substantial content, particularly on YouTube? One, I think people really, really, really need to hone in on what it is that they're talking about. Do your research and then do your production, your pre-production planning. Yeah. You know, I've noticed on YouTube, there's a lot of content that is really well done. Yes. Really, really well done. We're (laughs) trying. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, is that a lot of people gravitate towards YouTube also for the monetization. Right. But the quick. Yeah. And, you know, listen, YouTube is a Google product. And when you do your research on Google, they had to create a parent company for all the subsidiaries. So Alphabet is Google's parent company. It was formed by the founders of Google. And they realized with those stats that you just read from VideoNiche.com that this is a platform that is beyond huge. When you look at search engines, Google is number one and YouTube is number two in the entire world. And so if this is also where people are going to get content to watch, of all the viewers and then on top of that, all the subscribers, YouTube will probably, you know, Google will go broke if they were to monetize every single person on there. So Mm -hmm. they make it very difficult now for you to really be lucrative in the monetization of your content. So my goal as a a media trainer and a consultant and a counselor for people is to let them know that use YouTube for what it's worth because of the audience, the broad range audience and the exposure. Yeah. But if you're talking about goals for monetization which get, shouldn't be the overall goal. No, to it should not. With, but. but if you are creating quality content and you know that this is where one of the revenues for streaming for revenues that you can get, then go for it. But cut out the middleman. 
Yeah. Get your own URL. Get somebody geeky. Or now with all these new templates for you can do it yourself. You can do it yourself and you can charge what you want. But talk to professionals who do this and see what is actually feasible. Yes. So then that way you don't become, you know, a one night sensation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So because the other thing is longevity. You have to have stamina to right. stay in you this. You want your content Absolutely. to mean something overall. Because, Correct. I mean, point in case. Mm-hmm. Last week, <laughs> <laughs> random Mariah Carey's Glitter mm-hmm. shot to number one on iTunes. Really? 17 years later. Right. So you never know when. That's right. It's going to find its audience. Totally. But I know for myself, I like putting out stuff that yeah, I can be proud of. Absolutely. And of course, because it has your name attached. Well, I still to have it. some things I regret, but still. <laughs> yeah. But the only way you would have those kind of regrets is if you didn't. If you didn't try, you wouldn't have that. Okay. So I have so many questions and we're running out. <laughs> we're running out of time. Time flies when you're having fun. Let's. Uh, now you are currently developing a workshop. Yeah, I've developed it already. Yes. Project Get Your Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Digital Etiquette Workshop. Absolutely. Do tell. So, I gave birth to this workshop because my youngest siblings are 21 and 23. Wow. Going okay. on 24. Yeah, yeah. And I watch how they interact with people mm-hmm. and how they utilize social media. And they don't do too bad, but there are young people in that same age range as well as older people, too. So it's not just a Generation uh, Z and all this other, the Millennials, Generation Xers, some of the baby boomers, too. They are on social media and they sometimes get carried away with what they put on social media and then think that if they delete something, it's gone, it's gone and it's no such thing. Yeah, And so When you look at how bullying Has transformed With school age young people And the fact that Which is easier to do now Yeah right? it's way you easier to do now You can talk people Absolutely When and you're not even next to them The fact that if there's followers of followers of followers It becomes viral Yeah And how if we're going to talk about Current conditions of people's mental <sighs> faculties the fact that there is increase in suicides, things like that. When we look at how people are tied into the utilization of social media, I figured I need to do something that educates people, enlightens people that not to say don't use social media, but be more mindful and be more cognitive of right. what are you doing on social on media? social media, the do's and don'ts. Are and now yeah. So you talk about your you talk about a young generation, mm-hmm. which is are you also targeting this program to parents? Yes, yeah. And that's where when I first created it, I said, "Oh, I can split this off into different avenues." You know, for right. parents, you know, and to get them to understand that you know you got to monitor the social media activity. You know, I don't know if parents are still taking away phones because I don't know. Now, but, do you think, yeah. do you feel like people really still expect on social media privacy and security? Unfortunately, or yes, they're there not are as aware of the lack of it. 
there are some that are not aware of the lack of security on the internet and social media then you have some that absolutely don't care because they utilize social media so as much. their soapbox you yeah. know and and when you have conversations with some people like I've had in the past, sometimes they'll sit there and tell you, I don't care. It's mine and I do what I want. And yeah. you know what? You're grown. I do what I so want. that's it. You do what you want. But meanwhile, back on planet Earth, when you go for a job interview or when you go looking for gainful employment, they are looking at your social media. So sure. if you are, you know, suit and tie nine to five, yeah. but then you doing a stripper pole from seven to two a.m. Yes. We hope you're applying for Playboy's account manager. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And you hope and pray. Everything has to tie in. (laughs) Okay. So to avoid all that, there are certain things that you then have to be mindful of. Yeah. What are you doing as an individual? Yeah. And then, of course, if you're a content creator, how do you make sure that you separate your personal accounts from your business accounts? And you should never mix business with pleasure. I just have one and I just don't, I don't bother personally. Yeah. Every now and then I might. Sure. But I really don't. You know, and there's a lot of people who have for me. no personal accounts because they don't like they don't care for social media, but yeah. they will do business accounts for their brand and their companies. So I want to play a game, which we're going to get to. OK, but something I want to talk to you about real sure. quick. So now three short years ago, we were talking about Oscar So White. Um, do you feel whether it's content or Hollywood in general, obviously that's where it all feeds from, right? Mm-hmm. We're just feeding off of Hollywood standards, I'd imagine. Yeah. At, at least as an audience. Yeah. Right? Um, do you feel Hollywood or let's say audiences, let's okay. say audiences sure. have become more receptive to works produced by people of color? Yes. Yeah. They have. Yeah. Um, now, what do you feel then? I'm sorry to cut. Is more of an issue? Is it a lack of ex- or what has been the issue? A mm-hmm. lack of acceptance or tolerance of diverse works, mm-hmm. or just the lack of diverse creators? I think it's a combination of the two. Yeah, because when you are looking, and and this is a conversation that I have quite often, which is why I love the whole concept of independent content creators. I think us as a society we depend too much on Hollywood to provide a service because that's what we're used to. That is what we're accustomed to. The opportunity. Absolutely. And then when said opportunities are not available for certain people um, that know that rejection ends there. there. Exactly. And so do you then play defeatist or do you say, well, create something. I'm going to create something because (laughs) I can and the whole beauty is that, yes, you can. So now, is there some more diversity within Hollywood? Yeah, compared to 15, 20, 30 years ago? Absolutely, yeah. there is. But it's still the same machine. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that if we really want for anyone who is black, brown, doesn't matter. If you really want your story told the way it needs to be told, you then need not to look to Hollywood. Yeah, because in this day and age of 21st century technology, in all honesty, you have a whole entire platform that's open to you. You just have to know how to navigate and utilize it. Yes. So now you are the education coordinator over at Manhattan Neighborhood Network. Yes, I am. Public Access Cable mm-hmm. Network here in Manhattan. Yes. Uh, which runs two media production and education facilities mm-hmm. um, in New York City um, and seven uh 
public access cable cast channels that reach over 600,000 cable subscribers yes. in that borough. Mm-hmm. Why is it so important for you quickly? Why is it an important endeavor for you to help cultivate um, the future of media? Mm-hmm. Um, if I can say so myself for underserved communities. Sure. Because underserved communities will never have their stories properly told by anyone from the outside of those communities. Mm -hmm. And so why not inspire people to get them to understand that the power is in their hands? And so that is what I enjoy most as being a media education coordinator at Manhattan Neighborhood Network is the ability to get people to understand their capabilities before they even realize that they have them. Yeah. You know, they have to take the effort. And so my purpose is, you know, I'm like the lighthouse. I shine the light to the path and show you there's a path. Keep coming this way. And, you know, and to, you know, it's nice to nurture people and to get them to watch them evolve. Yeah. And then they'll roll in my office and give me like a hug or a big thank you. Which we do. Thank you so very much. It means a lot. You do. Uh, Thank you. Now, for all information on everything Deshaun Mm -hmm. does, you guys can visit www.deshaunpretlow.com. Yes. P R E T L O W. Yes. Uh, For everything we do here at Radio Free Brooklyn, you can go to radiofreebrooklyn.org. And for everything I do, you can go to junkandjam.com. So let's do this real quick. So, if we don't get cut off, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you are a train nerd, as you say. Yes. Um. So I have some questions here. How well do you know the New York City subway? A little game. Okay. Sounds something. Like I fun. love it. I'm up for it. B- from BuzzFeed.com. Yay! Quickly, One which line does not have a stop at 14th Street? The D, R, or the E line? The D. That's correct. <laughs> Look at me. I'm trying to do <laughs> this. This is me always trying to do ten things Keep doing at it. the same time. So that's for you. Thank you. Which line does not connect to the M60 bus to LaGuardia? The Q6 or the F? The Q6. Uh, no. No. It the is, F. Oh well. Yes. Now you got F right. That's right. You. Yeah. We we because the, the, the M60 the F yeah. Which subway line does not have a stop in the Bronx? The one, two, or the three? You know this. The three. That is right. That is right. Okay. Which is the correct order? Oh, we're going to skip that. Okay. <laughs> Which stop is nearest to the Jacob Javits Center? The E, 23rd Street, A, 34th Street, or E, Lexington, 53rd? I'll take B for 500 Alex. Which is A, 34th Street? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That is correct. (laughs) Which is the only line with a stop at 18th Street in Manhattan? Ooh, that would be the one train. Oh, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. This is the Junker Jam Hour. I'm your host, Christopher Albert. Deshaun, you're pretty good at this. We're going to have to have you back. I would love to be back. All right, guys. Look forward to that. Stay tuned. Radio Free Brooklyn.